0: Welcome back to the Sudditch Podcast. So chapter 11 ended off with Bandikhan Khan talking to his cousin brother, Kutub Khan. And here, Kutub Khan can't really believe what Bandit Khan is telling him. So chapter 12 begins speaking about how wise Kutub Khan is, and how he realized that what Bandikhan Khan was saying was terrible, so he's trying to convince him here. So Kutub Khan tells Bandikhan, Khan, the hawk and turban given to you were given to you first by Guru Hargobind. So the great people often have many minds, you know, why are you so angry at their decision change? They always give you the best of gifts. With great love, he raised you from a young boy, you know, taking away any poverty in your home. They just took a gift back that they already gave you. Why are you so mad at this? Like, that's not a reason to fight. What's the real reason you're so mad? It's from those hands of Guru Hargobind, from which you grew into such a big man that you are now and have such experience, such joy in your life. So doing great slander of their name uh, is a terrible thing. And now you're going to tell the emperor this? Your name will be known as Nimakrami, so somebody who's truly ungrateful, having forgotten and disregarded the salt or the food someone's given you. You'll die and then you'll suffer in hell. In this, in the court of God, you'll be called uh, you know, bad names there haven't eaten uh, their salt, their food. You've forgotten all of this. You know This is not right for you to do. So either some bad days have come to your life or you're looking at death's door. So is Guru Harguman any less than you? Is he someone that can lose against you in battle? Uh, in war, he's a great, brave warrior who's killed many enemies. You know this. You know Why have you forgotten about this? What's changed your mind? If you want to live, then take his sanctuary. Otherwise, I'm just saying this for the best. So listening to this, Bandikhan was greatly upset. Kotub Khan said what was right, but Bandikhan took it badly, and that was his fate. So he says In your stomach there's just the Guru's Prasad. You know, that's who's talking now. You've left your faith, and this is what you've this is what I've understood. I'll either kill Guru Harugovin or I'll capture him. You know, why do you say he's such a good warrior? Now you're telling me to go down and also bow to his feet? This praise of Guru Hargobind you're doing over and over again, I won't recognize that, nor will I meet him. I'm from a proud lineage of Khans. Gautam Khan then laughs, and he looks over at the other warriors there uh, that Panikamma uh, brought, and he asks them. He says, is this right? The whole world knows that Guru Hargobind fed Panikamma and nourished him into the man he is now. Then he looks back to Appendu He says, you've earned hundreds of thousands from his service. And now you're here, um, you know, hearing the praise of Guru Hargobind and acting as if you're being impaled by a spear. You know, is it the Guru's uh, prashad in my belly or is it in yours? All the Thoregs and Hindus of the world know this and they've seen this for many years. You don't recognize what's good for you, and now you're criticizing me. Guru Hargoin, the, the one who killed the Emperor's uh, army, you'll be able to kill him. With this on your mind, uh, you're gonna ruin your life, basically. You don't recognize who's powerful, who's not, uh, all because within your heart you he have this inflated ego. Now, basically, you're gonna become helpless and then cry out because of this. And uh, you think that's a good plan, you know, to kill your master? So when Bannikon hears this, he's extremely sad. He lowers his neck. He couldn't say anything, and Kutub Khan sees that. And then in his heart, he's thinking, you know, all these batons have got together for this plan, uh, and now they're going to go to the emperor as well to enact it. You know, they didn't even discern whether Khan's plan was good or whether it was bad, and you know, even then they came here, following Bannikon. You know, so basically, this is the time for their destruction. And I'm pretty sure about this. So why would I stop this from happening anyways? Uh, They will just say, you know, I stopped them. I ruined it for them So whatever their decision is, that's fine. And this is what I'm going to tell them So as Kutub Khan is thinking about this, Bandikhan then interjects saying, you know, listen Understanding you were our brother I came here for your opinion, you know we came with great respect for you, and now you have disrespect of us. You uh, forgot to respect your brothers, and you it praise now Guru Hargobal. So Kutokhan then says, you know, all right, listen, you're right, but think about it. What I said, you know, what I did was out of my faith. So that person who generously raised you, and now you're thinking about killing them, that would be to leave behind one's faith and to forget it within one's heart. So Pernikhan says, listen, brother. I've not left my faith, you know, I'm always steadfast in my faith. Uh, Guru Hargobind took all my things away, you know, he disrespected me. The Hindus swore at me as they beat me and removed me uh, from the court. You know, I've, I have countless brothers, you know, how can I bear this disrespect? Either I'll capture or I'll kill uh, Guru Hargobind in battle. So, also, Guru Hargobind is an enemy of the Emperor. So, you know, this is a good strategy on my part, you know, I have 500 Patans with me, um, you know, who I'll take with uh, to the emperor when I go to Lahore. So join us. You know, celebrate this. We'll meet with the emperor and we'll bring uh, from him a large army as well. So Berne Khan says this, and then Kutub Khan replies, "Don't worry, you'll get your wish. I'll help you as much as I can. I'll meet with the emperor. I'll praise you there. Uh, but what you should really do is, you guys go ahead. You know, I'll, I'll catch up with you. The emperor will be pleased that you're there." He'll provide support with a large army. Guru Hargobin has killed many of his ministers. You know, he's qua- uh, sorry, he's caused quite a disturbance. You know, he also stole his hawk and those horses. Um, you know, Guru Hargobin fights without fear against Shah Jahan. So we can assume from this that Shah Jahan will give you support in this battle. So listening to the Spanakon was extremely happy and praised. Kotub Khan saying, you know, you're blessed you know now you're saying the right thing you are really the crown the highest of all us brothers you keep our honor uh, you say what's right you know uh, so he says this and then Qutb Khan takes an oath on the Quran Bandit Khan then tells him okay come quickly to Lahore you know without you we probably won't be successful so then Bendikhan gets ready to leave he takes these other 500 warriors with him Bendikhan then walks as he's walking out Uh, His son-in-law is there, and he says, you know, okay, we're set now. So I barely was able to get Qutlop Khan to agree to this, uh, but now he's agreed, and now he's coming with us. So in saying this to his son-in-law, he prepares, and his whole group then sets off for Lahore. At night that day, they stop, they set up camp, uh, and they continue on the next morning. Uh, They cross a river, and on that second day, they uh, arrive to Lahore. So they set up camp in a really nice area of the village. They begin then to roam around the city, meeting whoever they could, asking whoever they could uh, how to meet with the emperor. But no minister, when they got there, was able to help them. So Wazir Khan, senior minister of Shah Jahan, but also a devoted Sikh of uh, Guru Arjandevji and now Guru Hargobind, he heard that somebody in the city was slandering Guru Hargobind, somebody who was raised by Guru Hargobind. So he was extremely displeased by this. He went to all the main ministers and told them not to listen to anything Pandikan says and not to help them in any way. And because of this, they feared Vizid Khan and they all obeyed whatever he asked of them. So Pandekan was going to all these ministers, giving them bribes, and they wouldn't really help out. Osman Khan was doing the same thing. They spent about a month bribing and meeting with the ministers but their cries were never heard by Shah Jahan. So both Barna Khan and Asman Khan were extremely worried now. It was as if a spear had been impaled in their heart. They were worried that nothing was working and they were only wasting time and money. They were thinking, you know, what face will we show now if we go home? I've lost my position with Guru Gobind. You know, if we're sitting down with their family, what will they say? They will not say, you know, the life that we have is worth even living. You know, they'll say death is better than that. So we can neither go home or we can neither stay out here. They were not sure whether to stay or leave. You know, they were crippled with this anxiety. They couldn't eat or sleep because of it. You know, they were tired of bribing and begging the ministers, which wasn't working and they were becoming poor just because they're spending all this money. So it's about a full month when they're at this state. And at that time, Qutb Khan then reaches Lahore. So somebody in the city had mentioned publicly that the general, the main commander from Gelander area, had arrived with an army. So, Bandakan hears this and is extremely happy. You know, like a plant, he perks up when uh, given water. And about an hour and a half before sunset, um, Bandakan then approaches Kutub Khan's camp. You know, arriving there, he greets everybody. Bandit Khan tells Kutub Khan about what's going on, how he was not successful, that he was not able to meet with anybody and he's asking Qutb Khan now for instruction. Bani Khan tells Kutub Khan that he's been unsuccessful because of Vizir Khan, who a senior minister in the court was telling other ministers not to make any introductions. And because all the ministers feared Vizir Khan, they all agreed to this. So he says, you know, we would have gone home by now, but now that you're here, please help us, you know, I've spent all this money. Feeding these 500 warriors that I have here with me, you know, so keep the honor of your brothers and protect us, you know, create this introduction So Kutub Khan then says, you know, oh brother, um, everybody trusts and believes Vizid Khan, you know, everybody's afraid of him, including me So I won't be able to do this either, you know, this is quite a difficult task now so Banikhan at that point basically has a panic attack. You know he's torn up by anxiety. All his hopes have now been crushed. It's basically like uh, he a boat had been ripped up. You know uh, while it was just uh, floating down a deep lake. So Banikhan then says, you know, listen, you're intelligent. You must know a way. How could I achieve my goal? You know, please tell me a, a way. You know, you know the inner workings of the court, how Shah Jahan lives. If somebody, you know, if somehow I can meet with Shah Jahan, then everything will be fine. Everything will be set. No one is as smart as you and have so much faith in you for this reason. You know, please let's figure a plan out. So Kutub Khan hears this and then replies, listen, okay, this is my plan. Take a very long bamboo stick and at the very end, tie a chicken to it. And then lift this high in the air. So there's no line here, but this gets explained in the previous, in the next chapter. But basically here, uh, Khotab Khan is telling him to stand outside the bodge, the structure, the residence of where Shah Jahan sleeps, raise this stick with a chicken on the end of it, really high in the air, then light a fire underneath it, and the noise that the chicken makes late at night, because he's basically burning, that'll wake Shah Jahan up, or it'll wake somebody up, and they'll wonder why you're doing this, and they'll call you in. So Kutub Khan then continues to say, so in the morning, in the early morning, Shah Jahan will call for you when he sees this, when he hears this, and then you tell him the entire story. And I'll be your support uh, there as well, I'll come there and speak on your behalf. So this is the only way you'll be able to quickly meet with Shah Jahan, so do this, you know, immediately. And listening to this, Bandit was extremely happy, he said, wow, okay. This is such an easy way to do it, I'll go do that. So he took faith in this idea, he went back to his camp, told all his baton warriors that were with him, and they were all extremely happy about this as well. So this is where Chapter 12 ends. The next chapter of acts out this plan, and that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we would like to thank those who have been supporting the uh, podcast through the Manga Jam Patreon page. चढ़ के गाँव बाज़ मरेगा शंकर परेगा टेट देगा गजगज करेगा जावे